0: Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Fulager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over explaining what you do each week when you do the pool service to your client, why it's important for you to kind of walk him through what you're going to do each week while you're at the pool, and also touch on things you're not going to be responsible for or things that you don't do when you do your weekly service. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think one of the important things to do when you do your bid and when you're landing a new client is to go over what you're going to do each week in kind of detail If you could, spend some time unpacking why you do certain things and what's important. So when you have in your service agreement, and if you're looking for just a one-page template, I have that available. You can email me at david at Again, that's david at and I'll send you over that one-page template. And basically, you want to let them know that you're going to check the chemical level And you're going to add chemicals when needed. I don't know if you want to go into detail about balancing the pool water. That may be over their head. And it may be unnecessary fluff that you don't need to really spend time talking about. But they assume when you're checking the chemicals, you're making the pool safe to swim. And I think that's what maybe you should emphasize that. I'm going to check the chemicals to make sure that the pool is safe to swim every week. Versus, I'm going to check the pool to balance your water. I mean, what is that? What is balanced water? What does that mean? And you can spend 10 or 15 minutes going over all the different ways that the water is balanced. Whereas, you can just cut it short and cut to the chase by saying, I'm going to check the chemicals every week to make sure that the pool is safe to swim in. I think that goes further and easier to absorb. And that pretty much doesn't lead to any questions. So once you start talking about balancing the pool water, they're going to ask you all kinds of questions. And I'll get into some details that are just not necessary. And then you're going to tell them that you're going to, how you're going to clean the pool. So you're going to skim the pool, which is removing the leaves from the pool. Now, if you leave and there's a, a leaf falls in the pool, you're not responsible for it. So kind of just explain to them that while you're there, you're going to skim and Make sure the pool surface is clean of leaf, leaf debris. And then you're going to brush the pool And explain, I think, you can explain a little bit of detail why brushing is important. Number one, it prevents the growth of algae because you're brushing every week. And number two, it helps keep the surface smooth and free of dirt and, you know, any kind of buildup. So brushing is important. And if you're going to, of course, explain brushing in detail, you want to brush their pool every week so that if they see you out there, you're actually brushing the pool. So kind of say what you're going to do and make sure you do it. And as far as vacuuming goes, my service agreement says to, I vacuum the pool and spa when needed. And this is an important distinction because there are some people that are under the impression that you're going to vacuum their pool every week, whether with a manual vacuum or with your vacuum system. And it may not need to be vacuumed every week. And this is especially important if you have an employee and They are, you know, being told or you're being told by the customer that they didn't vacuum the pool. Well, the agreement says vacuum when needed. And this leaves it open to where if the pool doesn't really need to be vacuumed, you can just skim the bottom with your leaf rake. Or if there's an automatic cleaner, you may not need to vacuum the pool at all for, you know, a month or two on end, which is not uncommon here in California. So it's just a waste of time, I think, to, you know, put in there. You're gonna vacuum the pool every week. It may not need it every week, and you'll just be wasting your time standing there, vacuuming a clean pool or a pool that doesn't really need a full vacuuming. Also, you know, you may have in your agreement that you're gonna clean the tiles, and this is just a tile brush with soap, and you're not scrubbing any calcium buildup that's already there. And you want to point out the fact that some of the calcium buildup won't come off only with a professional glass beading or tile cleaning company. And so point that out to the customer that by you cleaning a tile every week doesn't mean that you're going to get that calcium off of there. It does mean that you're not going to have a lot of buildup on there. So if there's any kind of mold that's in the tile line or in the grout line, or if you're building up some kind of, you know, a dirt scum line, brushing the tile every week really helps. And I would also recommend adding an enzyme to those pools where, you know, if you have dogs swimming or if there's like a lot of buildup on the tiles, That will really help break it down, along with your tile cleaning on a weekly basis. But you're just basically cleaning the tiles of any dirt and debris and any kind of scum buildup to some extent. Now, if it gets really bad because of something that's going on in the pool, like I mentioned dog swimming in there, an enzyme would be needed as kind of an added catalyst to help you keep those tiles clean. But I think it's very important to distinguish tile cleaning, which is getting the tiles clean of dirt and debris, Versus removing the calcium buildup, which is, which is something you're not going to be able to do by scrubbing the tiles with a brush every week. And then we go on to, you know, what you're going to perform on a quarterly basis. So you're going to check the cyanuric acid level. If, you have, if they have a salt pool, you're going to check the salinity level. And then the filter cleaning, you're going to backwash and clean the filter when needed. And then you want to check also for things like total calcium hardness and also uh, TDS, Total Dissolved Solids. You can just mention that. They don't even know what you're talking about in most cases. And, of course, you want to make sure that in the next uh, segment or line of your agreement, what is not included in the service. And so shock, altricide, conditioner, salt, et cetera, are not included. And then you're going to have another line where you mention how much you charge to clean their filter I know that if you're in Florida and you have these single cartridge filters, you may want to include that charge in your monthly service and just kind of up it a little bit for the once a month cleaning that you're going to do with that cartridge. But here we have full-size filters, and so we clean those every six months, and so we charge for that, so have that in there. And I also think that you want to also highlight one of the main chemicals that you don't provide And that the customer pays for, which is a 50 pound bucket of three inch chlorine tablets, because then no matter what the price is, you're not buying them. the customer is paying for that. And this is something that you want to start off your service with so that you're not paying for the three inch tablets, especially now when they're really, really expensive. So outlining what you do for their pool every week. And of course, somewhere in there, you're going to mention that you clean out the skimmer basket and the pump basket. And I would say the reason why this is important because you're keeping the flow of the pool going moving well and it's going to really help the water quality. So part of your service is emptying out the skimmer basket and pump basket and this will allow the flow of the pool to be maintained properly. Now as far as the pump basket, are you going to clean it every week? I don't. I visually look at it and if it looks like it needs to be cleaned, I'll take the lid off and clean it. But if it doesn't need to be cleaned, I don't clean it. If by looking at it, it looks clean, you're fine. The customer's going to look at it too and see that it looks fairly clean. They're not going to be, you know, calling you if there's a leaf in there. So definitely you're not going to be cleaning the pump basket every stop, but when needed. And you can note that in there if you want to, but I've never had a problem with it. And customers don't usually go back by the equipment anyway, and they're not really looking at it. But that's something you want to note, so they know you're going to actually clean both the skimmer and pump basket when it needs to be cleaned. And then, of course, you can highlight the other things in your agreement, like your holiday policy, rainy day policy, sick day policy, things of that nature, so that they know exactly what they're getting. And I think the owner's responsibility section is the key here, and these are things that you want to make sure that they are aware of and this is what they're required to do. And, of course, the number one thing, that you should require them to do is to keep the proper water level. You can't really add water while you're there. It's a lot of liability if you leave the water running and you're not there long enough to fill the pool to a certain level. And besides that, I'll go back to the original premise that there's a lot of liability involved in you leaving the water on and it flooding the customer's property. I think that's one of the top liability claims every year for the companies is that someone left the water on. And you cause damage to the property. So you can't fill it. They have to maintain the water level. And that goes a long way in the pool water quality. If the water level gets low and the pool skimmer is not working or the system's not working, this could lead to a lot of more, a lot of expenses for you as the pool service provider and time getting the pool back in shape. And then, of course, you need to access the pool. Sometimes you'll have some trouble. You know, they may park cars there. You can't get around it or there may be a lot of junk back there. This is something that you have to address with the customer. that You want to be able to walk back there with your service cart and clean their pool properly. And that goes also with you know dog waste. If it's all over the place, you can't be dodging it. So they should have a clean, accessible yard for you. And also, the vegetation around the pool equipment is important. I don't know if you would want to add about tree trimming or things like that, but I definitely think that they should keep at least access the equipment area available for you that you don't have to like walk through a jungle to get there. Definitely it's important and you have to be able to see the equipment. And there's some pools in my area where I've had to have the customer call the gardener to trim backs and bushes so I can actually access the equipment. And definitely that's something that you should have in your agreement so they know that they have to keep everything kind of accessible for you. And while you have their ear, I think it's important to mention why an automatic pool cleaner is a good idea. So if they don't have one, you can definitely sell them one. And I would focus on the main points of why an automatic cleaner is important, and that is that it leaves the pool swim ready every week, and therefore, you know, you're there once a week for 20, 25 minutes, and then you're gone the rest of the week. So some debris can fall in, the wind can blow, the gardener could show up two or three days later, But with an automatic cleaner, it's going to be like vacuuming the pool. It's going to be like you, they're vacuuming the pool all week for the client. And it's something that's going to make their pool swim ready. And it keeps it clean all week. And of course, this is one of those things where a lot of pool guys won't even take on a service account without a cleaner because of the extra time it takes to clean the pool. So an automatic cleaner definitely is a must. And you can explain to them why it's important. I did mention in a previous podcast that as part of landing the account, you can actually give them a free cleaner, you know, after one year of service, that's their cleaner. And you can buy a discount cleaner like the Zodiac Ranger or put a use cleaner in there if you wanted to. If you don't want to give them a free cleaner, if you have an extra spare cleaner. But whatever it takes, you know, so they know that the cleaner is something that's important for you to maintain their pool. And it's one of those things where it's something that's kind of a necessary part of pool service. And if you have to charge them an extra ten dollars or $20 a month to rent a cleaner, or to have a pool cleaner of yours put in there, you can, of course, go that route also. But I think the free cleaner route is always good because it kind of builds goodwill, and it's pretty easy to do, and you don't lose too much money as far as that goes, and you're going to save a lot of time out there. And you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to have a cleaner in there if you go ahead and give them a cleaner and let them you know, kind of work it off in a year for having you as their pool service provider. And if you feel up to it, you can talk to them about why you believe they should keep their equipment up to date, what their proper run time should be, whatever information you think that customer would be, it would be vital for that customer to know about. You can explain to them why you're going to run their pool a certain amount of time, why you're going to run their pool in the daytime and not at nighttime. And a lot of people think that they're going to save money by running it at night. And that's just not true unless they're paying their electricity on a per-hour, like a a per-use time kind of rate, where if you're using it at a certain time of day, you're going to get charged more. But most people are set up in a tiered system like I am, where you're just going to pay no matter what time of day you're going to use your electricity. You may, of course, by not running in the daytime, help the power grid, but it's not going to cost you any less money by running it at nighttime or daytime, or you're not going to save any money, I should say, by running it at nighttime instead of the daytime. Explain to them why it's important to run during the day when the sun's hitting the pool for best water quality. And also explain to them those kind of things about the variable speed pump and the run speeds. Whatever you can do while you're there, you know, after the bid and you land the account to get the information to the customer, it makes you look also like you know what you're doing, which you should know what you're doing, but it gives you that added kind of professionalism when you're explaining everything to them in some good detail. And I would go back and emphasize the fact that keeping the water level in the pool is really important. And maybe throw in the little caveat that, you know, you can actually damage your pool pump if the pool water gets too low and the pump would run dry. And it would be really expensive to replace the pool pump simply because the water level wasn't set right. And, of course, that's the one way to get hit at home that the water level is important. But it does help you a lot having the proper water level. And again, you can't fill the pool up. So the service agreement is important. If you need a copy of it, definitely email me and I'll send you one out there. And I think it's something to start your business off with correctly with a service agreement. You know, going in there with just a handshake and hi, I'm your pool guy, doesn't really work well nowadays. And I think it's something that's really crucial for you to have the customer sign and be aware of what you do and what they're responsible for. But explaining your duties out there is just one more way to become more professional, and to give yourself the edge over the competition. And if you're looking for more podcasts that I recorded, you can definitely go to my website, swimmingpoorlearning.com, and on that banner, click on the podcast icon. that will take you to the podcast site. And if you want to enhance your business, definitely consider joining my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. You can also find my coaching program on my website, and this definitely is something that's going to help you in your business. And you also get a discount on your general liability insurance when you sign up. Thanks for listening to this podcast a rest your week and God bless Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using Pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer. Backslash pool guy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.